All right, boys and girls, it's another episode, maybe the last episode of 2023, but it is another episode of the Drylander podcast. So thanks for coming back. Thanks for putting up with my shenanigans so far. I don't know what next year's going to bring, you know. I mean, we're just taking this one episode at a time. But just to give you some giggles for the day, let me start off first by wishing you all a Merry Christmas and probably a Happy New Year. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to talk to you again. That's why I say probably a Happy New Year. You know, I might get back on between now and the end of the year. I don't know. But definitely not between now and Christmas unless something major happens. Which, you know, in my life that, that could very well happen. But I do want to wish you a Merry Christmas. So I hope it's a good one. There's no happy holidays here. It's Merry Christmas. Like it or not, I don't care. Anyway, so here's some chuckles for you. Some chuckles for the day. All right, so this is Friday. Gosh, what day is today? Yeah, I think today's Friday. So Monday. Monday, I made a trip to Bridgeport, Nebraska. If you do the Google Map route, it's like four hours and 45 minutes from home. So basically 10 hours if I don't stop that much, you know, other than absolutely necessary. Because what I was going after didn't take that long to load. Uh, it, was a, it was a John Deere Gator. Bought me a, a Gator. And, you know, it's, it's okay. It's taking some getting used to. I didn't realize there's a parking brake issue with those 825i's. So I don't know. Looks like I have to replace that at some point. And my goodness, those things run at high RPMs. I know there's a modification you can do. Replace the clutch weights with something different. I've read all about it. Quiets it down, less RPMs. I don't know. We'll see. Might do it, might not. I don't know. Anyway, anyway, went up there to get that. Took my took my personal pickup because it's like, you know, why, why drag the service pickup to go get a little gator? You know, they don't weigh that much, like 1,500 pounds thereabouts, maybe. I don't know if even that much. And uh, trailer probably weighs less than that. So we're talking less than, probably less than 2,500 pounds, you know, is what this pickup's going to have to handle. No need at all for a big old F-350. No need. F-150 ought to handle it just fine. Well, I know I got the EcoBoost. I know that's not exactly a pulling engine, it's more of like, you know, a daily runner type of engine. But still, 2,500 pounds shouldn't be a problem for it. Well, it was. It was. So getting north of Holyoke, noticing that my pickup is starting to kind of stutter. Hiccup, you know. Okay, no big deal. Just take it off cruise control, manually drive it, get my way. Like, you know, I should probably look if there's a pickup just in case I need one. You know, need to get rid of this guy. So I'm looking. Sure enough, there was two pickups back in Ray that I, you know, now an hour away from. I'm just like, yeah, I'm not turning around. Not going to, quote, unquote, lose time, you know. There's got to be something up there in Nebraska. There's like, there's like one dealership in Sydney. I mean, according to Google, there was two, but the other one had nothing listed on their website as far as pickups went. So there was only one option to stop at in Sydney. Like, okay. They got three, four pickups on there that fall within my price range. Looking them over, I'm like, well, I like this one and this one, but that one, eh, maybe not. And that one's just a little on the outside. No problems, right? (laughs) Stinking dealerships. 
So I call them. I'm like, hey, got this pickup? Nope, sold. What about this one? Nope, sold. Okay, you guys are starting to really tick me off. What about this one? Yeah, nope, nope. Looks like that sold here two hours ago. Like, what? Fine, click. Go up there, get the gator, come back, try to go up a hill, step down on it. Nope, going to limp home mode. Like, oh my goodness. So pull over, cycle the engine, or the key. Limp home mode goes off. Realize that I can't really step on it now or anything like that. Um, Lip my way into Sydney, stop at the dealership, start talking to him again. I'm like, all right, show me the other pickup. Brings it up. I'm like, nope, not going to work. He's like, why? That's a tiny back seat. I said, look, I grabbed the car seat, stuck it in there. I said, the kid's, kid's feet can't even stick past the car seat. He's like, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Plus, this one has a check engine light that comes off and on. I'm sorry, where was that listed on the website? Oh, it wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah, that that's a no. He's like, well, I got, got one more pickup that's like right at the edge of your, your price range. Oh, I go, yeah. He's like, yeah, shows it to me. I'm like, $10,000 over my price range is not right at the edge of my price range. But whatever, let's look at it. You know, if it's something I like and you like mine and we can make a trade, you know, I come away with 100,000 miles in my pocket. So, yeah, it's a nice pickup and all. Don't get me wrong. You know, pretty nice pickup. And they take mine for a test drive. Guy comes back in, shaking his head. Nope, 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 nope. Not taking this thing. Nope, nope, nope. Like, why? He's like, well, you got some horrible vibration in the front end. We just had one of these F-150s in that we weren't disclosed that, and we're having to eat a whole bunch of money getting it fixed. Why? that sounds like a personal problem. <laughs> He's like, so, nope, nope, yours is, I don't think it's the mud on your tires. I'm just like, it could be there's a crap ton of mud on those rims. But whatever, fine. God says no. You know, when God tells you no, it's best to listen. I'm like, all right, fine. Well, give me my keys. I got to get back on the road. They're like, well, we can show you one more. I'm like, dude, it is 530. I got a four and a half hour drive from here. It's going to be much longer at 50 miles an hour. Give me my dang keys. Okay. So get back on the road. Do finally make it home. Uh, it took me about a little over five and a half hours to get home from Sydney. But I got home. That's the important thing, right? So remember, this is an F-150. It's 2012. It's got the 3.5 EcoBoost in it. I waited a few days before I thought I should look into it. That's, you know, always the best practice, right? Just put a problem off for tomorrow. So get on the old Google machine and the interwebs. Look up 3.5 EcoBoost transmission issues. Do transmission issues come up? Nope. Nope. First thing that comes up, well, like first 10 things that come up is uh, misfire. I'm like, it's not a misfire. It's the transmission. But okay, let's just go down this rabbit hole. Sure enough, there's like, I don't know. Five, six posts I'm reading through, and they're all saying the exact same thing. You go to step down on it, and it kind of stutters. And if it stutters too many times, it goes into limp home mode. And come to find out, the intercoolers on those first-generation EcoBoosts are prone to collect condensation, which then they'll shove that condensation down the 
I'm being overly simplified here, but they'll shove it down to the engine where it gets in a cylinder, causes misfires, can cause piston failures in extreme situation. Like, oh, great. So I'm looking at an engine then. Nope. Nope. They say you take a drill bit, go down there to the driver's side of the intercooler, lowest point of the plastic boot, pop a 1 hole in it, let all that crap drain out of there, change your spark plugs, change your coils, rock on. So I poke the hole in it. Sure enough, there's a whole bunch of nastiness that's coming out of there. So next step is to, use the, is to replace the spark plugs and coils, which, you know, if all this works, fantastic. Okay. Way better to spend $500 on plugs, coils, you know, an hour of my time wasting on the internet and popping that hole in there and whatnot, you know, and then when I go to change the spark plugs, then it is to drop five grand into a transmission that's not going to fix the issue. And then I'd be mad because I spent five grand on a transmission and I still have the same issues. So this is an easy way to, to correct my problem, which, you know, whew, big sigh of relief, guys, big sigh of relief. So if you have an early generation EcoBoost, which I think is like uh, 11 to late, late 13, early 14, something like that. And you have that stutter issue, go ahead and look it up on the Google machine because it could just be a simple fix. Because apparently those EcoBoosts, and again, I'm finding this out late to the party, you're supposed to religiously be changing the spark plugs every 30,000 miles. One of those helpful bits of information that I did not have at my disposal when we bought the thing. But now that I know about it, we can rock on. So, yeah, there, there's, there's your one daily chuckle. <laughs> here's, here's the other one. So I have a road grader, right? And the county doesn't grade our road for months at a time, right? No big deal. How hard can it be to grade a road, right? It's pretty stinking ridiculous. Okay, so I have a little bit of appreciation now for county, county road graders. Not much, but just a little, just a little. You know, I'd have more, honestly, if they'd actually come grade the road more than twice a year. But I, I don't know what's going to happen to make that happen. I mean, my wife drives a school bus, so our road is designated a primary route for them to come clean roads and grade it. Does that mean anything to my county? No. Here's a perfect example of it. So the last two major snowstorms we had, one was last year. Um, they didn't, they didn't grade our road. You know, they graded from one direction, but not the other way, the primary way she goes. Nope, they didn't grade that way. So she got stuck one night. Yep, they heard about that one. And more recently, Bo, Bo, can't talk right now. More recently, we had a snowstorm, like on the 12th, 11th, 13th, somewhere in there. I don't know. Good snow, guys. Really good snow. Like five, six inches of wet snow, around seven to eight tenths of moisture. Awesome. Just sloppiness out there. Well, the morning of that it was snowing, the county did, to their credit, come over to the school and they started to clear the road that school's on. But then they must have been told, you know, school's been canceled. So they decided, well, what's the point of clearing roads? Let's go home. So they didn't clear our road. They didn't clear 
any other county road. They just were like, nope, screw it, school's canceled, let's just go home. Go back to our, our hidey hole. So frustrating. So anyway, we own a road grader, right? So I cleared the snow to get the road to dry out sooner. That was nerve-wracking enough, but I got it done, okay? I don't really know if it worked any better or not, but at least the snow got off the road. We've had washboards on our road for the last four months. And because that was the last time they graded our road. You know, the grader's been running since then. In fact, it ran like in late September, early October, somewhere in there. Because I was out spraying and past the guy. And he was coming down our road. So I was like, yes, he's going to grade the whole road. No, he didn't. He stopped a mile from the house. Why? I have no idea. So our road from our house to the, the primary route not been touched for like four months and so we have all this moisture in the ground father-in-law gets on the phone with me hey you should go grade the road i'm like yeah i've never graded the road in my life man he's like oh, it's, it's easy you know he tells me how how he would do it you know pulling up from the shoulders crowning it and everything i'm like yeah I, I i know the idea the thought process behind it but actually getting sean to go do it totally different story He's like, you got it, man. You got it. You'll be fine. You can't mess it up any worse. <laughs> Famous last words. So I make a pass on the, so- on the shoulder, you know, the shoulder side. Textbook perfect. Not even, not even going to lie. Make a pass on the other shoulder, you know, because I'm pushing stuff up onto the middle of the road. Because well, the way our county does it is they start on one side and they just go right across. Which I'm like, how can you crown in three passes if you just go right across? But, you know, maybe they don't care about that. So I'm like, okay, this is going to take at least four passes. I could have done six, honestly, if I would have started sooner, but I didn't. So, you know, I do a pass on one, one edge of the road. Not, I'm not going to lie, guys. Picture perfect. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is awesome. Until I got down to the end of the road where I had to lift it up, you know, to feather it out. That was that was just disgusting. Come back, took a little little few tries to get it started, you know, to come back. But you know, I got my got my blade situated just right. Chef's kiss all the way back to my house. Like, yes, this is going awesome. This is awesome. All grade roads for a living now. This can't. This this is just, this is too easy. And this is an old road grader. Well, yeah, I should have kept my thoughts to myself instead of saying them out loud in my head. Because then, you know, you got the passes in the middle where you got to feather it back out, you know, so you don't have all this sand just piled up there in the middle. Or like our county does, shoved over to one side of the ditch to where water can't drain off, you know, both sides of the road. I'm like, okay, okay, I got this. I got this. I can do it. If I had to grade myself on, you know, a regular grading scale, A, B, C, D, you know, F, there's no E, I guess, because there's no excellent, but A, B, C, D, F, the road's probably a D now. Maybe, maybe a C, maybe a C, but definitely a D. So why there's no more washboards, there's now, there's now ripples that are almost like washboards. <laughs> Because, well, you know, again, 
I should have just started sooner. That's all there is to it. I should have started sooner instead of trying to get in a hurry those last two passes. And I probably, probably wouldn't have, I probably would have done it differently in all honesty. But I didn't. Now it's kind of a wreck. My father-in-law is like, nah, it looks great. We'll fix it with my road boss. He's got one of those road bosses. You know, it's three-point tools that goes on the back of your tractor. It's got, what is it, two cutting blades or one cutting blade and then two lifting blades, you know. So it kind of sifts and levels as it goes around. He's like, don't worry about it, you know. Now that we got it cut loose, we'll pack it a little bit, get that road boss, make, you know, a couple passes up and down the road, kind of sift the trash up to the top. It'll be fine. It's great. It's fine. Don't worry about it. I'm just like, did we, did we drive the same road? Because I drove that road and it ain't ain't fine, man. It's not fine. (laughs) It's a wreck. And I'm not really sure how to fix it. Other than doing what my county does and just grading it all over to the side of the road, which doesn't do anything, in my opinion, because you're just moving the gravel to one side. Let it sit there for six, eight, eight months. Push it back across the other side. Let it sit there. I mean, again, Sean is not a road grade operator, apparently. I mean, if you don't if you don't believe me, you can come down here. I'll show you. But I remember how they used to grade roads back in the, you know, when I was a kid. I was going to say back in the day, listen to me like I'm some old fogey. But they used to, you know, pull it up off the ditch, you know, the shoulder of the ditch, and then come back with another pass, and then come back on the other side, pull it up out of the ditch, and then another pass, so it took them like six passes, you know? And then they'd come down and either go, you know, a fifth pass down the middle and kind of push it to both sides, or they'd come back with two passes, you know, and feather it out, you know? But they'd pull it up off the shoulder, you know, there at the edge of the road on the ditch, so that it wasn't this, this ridge. And, you know, diesel's no longer under a dollar or around a dollar, so we can't waste extra passes. You know, time is money, especially with, diesel the way it is and that's why they just make three passes you know we have a ridge now on one side of the road until they come back and grade the road again and there's a ridge on the opposite side of the road so knowing all that i probably should have done the exact same thing with the time frame i had and it would be fine but bottom line is i need to learn to run that road grader just a little bit better i should probably put two new blades on it because these are kind of worn out in the middle which i'm sure is part of the problem with trying to feather it out because stuff slides across the the front of the the blade until it gets to that where it's worn out and then like the trash tries to suck underneath there and gets stuck and then creates those ripples and yeah i'm sure a straight blade Probably would have been a totally different story. May, might have even feathered out perfectly. I don't know. But bottom line is, it's it's not pretty. It's not pretty. And I know my father-in-law is just trying to boost my confidence, but let's, let's be honest here. It's like a D. Okay. <laughs> C, maybe not really. It's a D. It's a D. There's no getting around it. It's a D. But, yeah, live, learn, have some fun, get some new blades ordered, and we'll go from there, right? Because obviously the county's not going to come by and do it. And I'm sure even if they did come by and do it, they'd probably go, ah, you shouldn't be out there working on the county. Well, maybe get off of your butt and get over here and do your job, okay? 
And I know our county's short-staffed and all this other junk and everyone's and their dog is waiting for these wind towers to come in. So the county has more tax revenue so they can actually start paying people. Blah, 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 blah. No, bottom line is y'all aren't doing your job. I don't care if there's three of you or five of you. Okay, I realize it's a big county, but you guys have priority routes. Those should be driven after every storm so you can get a road grader out there. This time of year, you're not mowing, even if there's three of you. Okay, I realize it takes a while to run a road grader. Fully realize that. There's three of you. I think we got, we got somewhere between two and four road graders. Start working the priority routes, okay? Maybe they will. Maybe I just jumped the gun. Nothing's going to happen this next week because it's Christmas, you know? I don't know. Bottom line is, Sean messed up his own road. Got no one to blame but himself. That's where the blame really lies. Not the county. With Sean. So, live, learn, have some fun. Go play with the big toy. But, uh, yeah, need a little bit more practice, apparently, before I try the road again. So, oh well. Catch you guys later. Have a Merry Christmas. Enjoy your time with your family, friends, whoever it is you're celebrating with. Please tell me you're not working all of Christmas and you at least get one day off. Enjoy the time off. Hopefully you get it anyway. Catch you guys sometime later, maybe next year.